0: This month, our podcast is brought to you by Jay Brooks Coffee Roasters in Memphis, Tennessee. You know by now how much I love coffee, and Jay Brooks has a special place in my heart. True North is their original signature blend. Its name points to Jesus Christ, who they say is the real owner of this company. The name reminds us that we are guided by unwavering integrity and clarity of purpose directed by our Lord. The name derives from the world of orienteering, finding your way across terrain with a map and a compass. In order to stay on course and avoid getting lost, the compass must remain oriented toward true north to avoid getting off track by the pull of the compass toward magnetic north. When trekking in the backcountry, the alignment of the compass with true north must be regularly calibrated multiple times along the path in order to stay on course. Did you know that? I love learning new things. Just as the pull of magnetic north can get a hiker off track and eventually lost, so the pull of the world can also affect each one of us. If we're not careful to constantly calibrate ourselves, our spirits, ethics, morals, decisions, with our perfect standard in Jesus, we'll slowly but surely lose our way and end up somewhere we don't want to be. It's in these moments when it's especially important to create some breathing room and ask, how's all that working for you? Jaybrook's Coffee Roasters offers True North as a perfectly balanced cup that reminds us to remain centered in the one who is perfect to orient our lives every day. And hopefully we'll savor a cup that infuses a bit of tasty delight along the way. To order this signature blend for yourself and learn more about Jay Brooks, click the link in the show notes or visit jbrookscoffeeroasters.com. That's the letter J, brookscoffeeroasters.com. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm, break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room. So let's do it together. Welcome to episode 25 of Create Some Breathing Room. We are starting a new season, a new series. This time we are talking about identity, which can kind of sound like a heavy topic to be getting into, but I promise we're going to break it down. And each week I want to come at this idea of identity from a different perspective, a different aspect. So for this week's topic, I really want to focus in on this idea of self-awareness and how important it is to know yourself to take the time, right? We talk about creating breathing room. Part of that process of having breathing room is to spend some time with yourself to figure out who you are and What you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. There's a lot to this idea of self awareness. And today, I specifically want to focus in on this idea of personality tests. It's a hot topic, it's something that's been around for years and years. And I especially want to look at the Enneagram. So if you have mixed feelings about the Enneagram, don't give up on me yet. I promise there's a lot of good content for you here today good resources. So stick with me. This is something I love talking about. I've always loved personality tests. I think they're fun. Do you remember those magazines that we got as teenagers or even as kids? And they had the quizzes in them. Do you remember those? You know, back in like the 1900s, as my kids would say. And on the cover, it would say like, are you a flirt? Or do you talk too much? Or even just like, what's your style? Right? For me, those were the reason to buy the magazine. I wanted to take the quiz. I wanted to know, what is my style? Do I talk too much? The answer is probably yes. Am I a flirt? Those were just so fun to me. And I remember sitting with my friends and we'd all go through together and take them and see what our different answers were. I feel the same way now about these different personality tests that you can do. And I think the popularity of those BuzzFeed quizzes, it's a pretty good indicator that there are still a lot of people who are interested in learning more about themselves. And there are quite a few of these, and maybe you've taken some of them. There's the Myers-Briggs test, right? You'll hear people rattle off their four letters, you know, mine, I'm an IFSJ, okay? Uh, the DISC is one, especially in the workplace that's used. I'm an I, all day long, influencer. There's just, are you an introvert or an extrovert, right? And for the longest time, I thought, and a lot of people thought, I was an extrovert just kidding, I'm a social introvert. I will hang out with people and love it, and then go crawl in a hole for three days to recover. So knowing that about myself allows me to better manage my time and energy. A couple others that I really like, the high five strengths is one that I've done recently. That one's really cool. I love the results you get back from that. And then the one we're going to talk about today, the Enneagram. So I want to give just a quick overview in case you are not familiar with the Enneagram, what it is, or if you've got like, is it okay for Christians to talk about the Enneagram? We're going to talk about that, right? And I've got a resource for you. I'm going to mention some resources at the end, so stick with me. And then I'm going to go very quickly through the nine types, uh, very quickly, an overview. We're not going to dive deep today. And I want you to know how an assessment like this or how this information can help you with self-awareness, with identity, and improving relationships with others. So that's where we're headed. Let's dive right into the Enneagram. So just overall, what is it? What is the Enneagram? So the word itself is Greek for nine points, okay? So it's basically, it's an ancient personality typing system and it teaches there are nine basic personality styles in the world. And these nine types are based on motivation more than behavior. You might notice a lot of the personality types and tests, the things that you can do, talk about how you behave, how you act. This is based on motivations. And each type has an unconscious motivation That influences how they act. So it's not just your behavior. The focus is on your core desires, your core fears. And so it's a lot more of who you are at your core than just the way you act. And the biggest question I get when this topic comes up is Is it okay for Christians to talk about this? You know, the symbol itself, if you look at it, people, is that a pagan symbol? Is it? Listen. Yes, it's okay for Christians to talk about this. That's that's my two cents on it. And I do have a resource for you. I'm going to put it in the show notes, and we're going to talk about it at the end of the episode. And it specifically provides a biblical roadmap. And the goal is to guide you back to God and your identity in Christ by using this tool. So if that is something you've not heard before, something you're interested in, stick with me because it is one of my favorite resources on this topic. I want to break down the nine types. There are nine personality types, for lack of a better word, in the Enneagram. There's a whole deep dive you can do in this. There are wings of each type and subtypes, and we're not going into all that today. I want you to just hear the basics. We'll start with one, we'll end with nine. See if one of these resonates really strongly with you. And if so, I would love to hear about it. If you leave a review, comment in the Facebook group, I want to hear about it. So ones, if you are an Enneagram one, this type is known as the approver or the perfectionist that we don't love the Perfectionist title, but that is what they're known for. They're very ethical, meticulous, detail oriented. Their way of seeing the world is they see what's wrong and then they think it's their responsibility to fix it. They have a very strong internal critic voice that they are constantly battling. Now, you'll hear bits of yourself probably in all of these, but if one of those is like, um, yup, that might be your number. So those are the ones, approvers, perfectionists. The twos are known as the helper, and they are warm, caring, giving. They're highly motivated by this need to be liked and needed and typically, twos want to avoid acknowledging their own needs. Um, it becomes very frustrating when they're really tired, when they're worn out, they don't have anything left to give to others. That's really frustrating because they're not sure of what their own value is anymore or their own worth without the ability to help others. That's kind of that core need to be needed. You know that song, like, I want you to want me, I need you to need me. You know what I'm talking about? I think that would be the twos theme song. And I can say that because your girl here is a two, a very strong, <laughs> solid two. And when you first hear about the helper who's warm and caring, those are great qualities. And I'm proud and thankful to have them. But yes, we also do tend to ignore our own needs and wants. And feel that our worth is directly correlated to how much we are able to help others. And if we can't help others, are we even needed anymore? Do they even want to be my friend? It's ridiculous. So there's a little bit of that in every type. It sounds like a good quality. Also, it can be a weakness. So for threes, threes are the performer or the achiever. They're very success oriented, driven by productivity. Uh, They want to excel, but they're also very adaptive and image conscious, which is kind of where that performer comes in. They can be known as the social chameleon. So these are people, they want to get it done, take care of business, make it happen, keep climbing higher up the ladder. And if I'm not achieving, what is my value? So again, a good side and kind of a rough side. For fours, Fours are known as the romantic or the individualist. And these people can be very creative, sensitive, emotional, dramatic, very imaginative, but they're really motivated by a need to be unique. They like those deep conversations. So to me, uh, this sometimes sounds like teenagers. But but these people are such creative souls. There are a lot of artists, a lot of writers that fall within this number. And then we've got fives. Fives are known as the investigators. Okay, They're very cerebral, uh, very independent, analytical. They are great at gathering information. Uh, They're very perceptive, but also A little detached and private. They have very limited amounts of energy and can be kind of afraid to have a scarcity mindset around that energy. If I spend too much time with people, will I run out? And so they would rather be behind the scenes gathering information, learning, than spending a lot of time with a lot of people. All right, the six. Sixes are the loyalist. And these are the people who are committed. They are going to be there no matter what, very practical, also security oriented. They are. They can be kind of anxious, maybe suspicious. Um, they're really concerned about the common good. These are often people who are behind the scenes doing things that other people don't want to do, they are typically kind of the worst case scenario thinkers. They like to be prepared. So these are the people if they are packing for a trip, if you need it, they've got it right the whole first aid kit, any type of weather, they've got clothes for it, they're ready for everything. And they are by your side ready to help regardless of what you need. That's the six, the loyalist. All right, we got three more. Sevens, this is the enthusiast. This is the fun, spontaneous, adventurous person. They really want to avoid unpleasant feelings and thoughts and situations at all costs. No, thank you very much. We want to have fun. They are really motivated by that need to be happy. They can also sometimes it can feel Uh, a little scattered, a little distracted. But overall, the focus is pleasant feelings, enjoyable times. Don't drag me down, please. And then the eights. Eight is the challenger. These people are powerful. They come across as maybe dominating and commanding, very self-confident, decisive, maybe a little willful and confrontational. They need to assert strength and power, but it's because they want to hide vulnerable feelings from others and themselves. It is very difficult often for women who are eights because they've got these same leadership skills as the men who are eights, but it's, they're not valued as much, which is very frustrating. Um, But also you will see eights pop up defending the vulnerable. They are taking care of those who can't take care of themselves. And so that's a really beautiful quality that I see in the eights that I know in my life. And then the last group is nine. The nine is the peacemaker. Very pleasant, laid back, accommodating, kind of go with the flow. They're very receptive, very reassuring and agreeable. So nines usually can see both sides of something. So they're really great mediators, except they hate conflict. (laughs) They really need to keep that internal and external sense of peace. And in that, they tend to kind of merge with other people and lose themselves in the process. So again, great qualities and also, that's kind of difficult. I see you over there. You're constantly doing all the things for everyone else, but when do you have time to breathe and take care of yourself? God did not create you to be an afterthought, sis. It's time to refill your cup so that you can keep pouring into others without running on empty. I'm hosting a three-night, two-day retreat for women who struggle with constant exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed, never feeling caught up, and wishing they could just escape for a hot second. I want you to click the link in the show notes, or you can head over to racheldbaker.com to join the waitlist for the Renewal Retreat. Be the first to get the details for our next retreat so you can rest, recharge, and find refuge with other women who totally get it. You can't truly invest in others until you've invested in yourself. So click that link in the show notes or head over to racheldbaker.com and join the waitlist for the renewal retreat. It helps to know these different types, to know it about yourself and to know it about others in your life. It's good for self-awareness, it's good for identity, and it also is going to improve relationships. For me personally, as I studied this, as I read more about it, and really got honest with myself, I discovered I am a two. I do have a very strong three wing. So knowing what that means for me, what are the good things, and what are my areas of weakness? This understanding has helped me grow as a person and how I connect with other people and how I allow breathing room for myself, knowing that I'm very prone to overextend and help other people to my own detriment lets me know boundaries matter and are important. Um, I don't have to achieve 24 seven and hustle. I also need rest. So the other side of this is when I know and understand other people's numbers when I know that my friend is a five, a very strong five. And I love her. I love the perspective she brings and the information that she has. But that also allows for grace and understanding and communication with her. When she needs to chill at home because she had a long morning with kids at the doctor's office and she's done, she's just done with people, (laughs) she needs a break. My feelings aren't hurt that she doesn't then want to go get coffee because I know she's got to recover before she can get back out and be with people. Little things like that allow us to extend more grace and understanding and compassion with the people in our lives. So I want to wrap it all up bring us to a close. I know this was a lot of information, but I hope it's been helpful and maybe a little enlightening. The Enneagram, it's not the end-all be-all when it comes to gaining your self-awareness, becoming more confident in your identity, but it is a great tool to learn more about yourself and identify those behaviors that are healthy and behaviors that maybe are unhealthy and it helps you grow in understanding and compassion towards others. There are a ton of resources out there if you want to learn more about the Enneagram or if you want to figure out which number best describes you. I do not recommend Enneagram tests. I know they're fun and we talked at the beginning about doing quizzes and tests. It's a fun thing, but I would not depend on that to definitely identify your type. So a couple of my favorite resources, both are books, of course, you know, it's going to be books. The first one is called The Road Back to You, and the subtitle is An Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. The authors are Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile, and they are both high, high level in Enneagram study. They're the experts in this field, I would say. And then the other one I told you earlier, I have a resource for you in the Christian sphere. And this one is called The Journey Home. And the subtitle is A Biblical Guide to Using the Enneagram to Deepen Your Faith and Relationships. And this one is by Meredith Boggs. I love this book. I love that she speaks into this space with a Christian mindset and the goal of getting more confident in your identity in Christ. It's so good. Please get it. Both of these are linked in the show notes for you. I really could talk about this stuff all day long, (laughs) but I would love to hear from you. Do you already know your Enneagram number? Or maybe you took one of those quick online quizzes, but now you're not so sure it was right after listening to all of this. This is the kind of stuff we love to share about in our Create Some Breathing Room podcast community. It's over on Facebook. You can just click the link in the show notes to join us over there. Or go search on Facebook. It's the Create Some Breathing Room podcast community. And I would love to connect with you there. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.